Hi, everybody. Welcome to Brandscape's Wine Videos. I'm Sarah. I'm a wine educator and sommelier based in New York City. And I'm Nicola, sommelier and friend of Sarah. And we're going to talk about Chardonnay today. In my glass, I have a Sonoma Coast Chardonnay. And on the nose, Nicole, I'm getting tropical notes, a touch of brininess, and maybe some spicy white fruits. Yeah. Of course, that lemon citrus. Yeah, I love Sonoma Coast as a wine region in California um, because it is a little bit more restrained compared to the rest of the state um, because of those cooler fog uh, influences. Yeah. But my ultimate favorite Chardonnay place in the world is Chablis Burgundy. It's super lean and mean and laser-like. Has It's like drinking liquid minerals. I love it. So rocky. That's soil and limestone. Mm -hmm. So, Nicole, what do you find are the top characteristics of the great Chardonnay? Chardonnay in general, I mean, it's uh, going to be more like orchard fruit. Um, apples and pears, citrus, lemon, sometimes white flowers, orchard or citrus blossom, like the little tiny white ones. Um, and then there can be varying levels of winemaking techniques because Chardonnay is a bit of a chameleon. It adapts really well to producer style. Mm, kind of like a telephone sex operator where the Chardonnay is the sex operator and the Chardonnay says, I'll be anything you want me to be. But on to more wine stuff. <laughs> As someone is, we get asked all the time, how do you tell the difference and what are the differences between a California Chardonnay and a Chardonnay from Bourgogne, France. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I mean, Chardonnay from California, this is the operator that's making the money. It's voluptuous. Caraby. <laughs> yes. Yes. All of these words. Um, juicy. I shouldn't stop. I can't go on here. Okay. Uh, so yeah, in, in, in California, you have the capability to ripen Chardonnay further. That's what we're getting at. It's a new world style of winemaking. We, there's extra sunlight. Chardonnay adapts well to that. And the more sugar you accumulate, the more alcohol you're going to have. Alcohol creates mouthfeel, that like glycolic round feeling. Um, so the structure is really what differentiates um, California Chardonnay versus other old world regions like Burgundy. And what are some of your favorite appellations within Burgundy? Okay, so in Burgundy, I kind of touched on Chablis as my ultimate favorite. This is, name. Yeah, yeah. This is the northernmost output for Chardonnay. It's closer to that 50th parallel for uh, approved areas of winemaking. Um, so it's pretty cool. But as you move further south, you get into the holy trinity of Chardonnay. So you have Pouilly Monarchet, you have Chissonia Monarchet, and Merceau. These are like, yes, top drawer. Yes, exactly. So one of the questions that I get asked from customers when they're Chardonnay drinkers from California, they'll say, I want to try something from Burgundy. What do you recommend? So a California wine drinker for me, I won't take them to Chablis because of that raciness. Yeah, no. I'll get them into something that I think they'll be more comfortable with, like Macanay, or even something like Merceau, if they have the pockets for it. And if they do not have the pockets for it, again, Macanay, but also maybe just something from the Cote de Bone 
or maybe one of the off appellations like um, Saint Aubin or Pernon Vergeleste or Saint something that is not within that holy trinity, but uh, mimics California. So they can maybe dip their toes into the burgundy pool or maybe up to their knees or their waist, but don't go whole hog and dwell <laughs> all the way in. And, you know, we also try as needs to pay attention so uh, to their wallets so they won't maybe suffer, our customers will uh, suffer sticker shock. But again, the point for us as Psalms is to get them into something that we think they'll love, not just like. So where where in Burgundy do you go, though, for like the diehard Burgundy drinkers? So for diehard Burgundy drinkers, I take them to Chablis, but I also take them to, again, that Holy Trinity, Pouligny Montrachet, Chassagne Montrachet, and Lisseau. One of my favorite producers, it might sound pedantic, but I love Domaine Lefleur for Pouligny Montrachet. They are the top of the top. They basically look down on everybody else because they're at the top. <laughs> and we, as wine drinkers and sommeliers, have to know where the top is. Domaine Lefleur is at the top, and they are absolutely worth the money. Uh, stylistically, though, Pouligny Montrachet is electric, and it's bursting with a verve and electricity. Merceau, though, on the other hand, is much more voluptuous yeah, and loud, and also quite hazelnutty. It has a hazelnutty note that you get in Merceau that you do not get in Pouligny Montrachet. Yeah, absolutely, more texture. And then I would say Chassin de Montrachet kind of sits... In between those styles, um, it has a lot of elegance like Polony Morochet, and it can have some cut to it, but it can also like hold its weight too. It has like a rounder kind of um, presence as Merceau might. And something that we shouldn't overlook is the food friendliness of white burgundy. They go with absolutely anything. Everything. everything. From salads and fish to roast chicken and you could even do lamb and pork dishes with it yeah it's my recommendation every single time what should we drink tonight white burgundy white burgundy no i'm not check done <laughs> nicole this has been so great thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and information thanks for having me of course let's do it again yes <laughs> and if you have any more questions about chardonnay california or white burgundy be sure to check out Brainscapes Academy and read all those wonderful wine articles, or even check out Brainscapes WSET2 and three flashcards and the CMS Level 1 flashcards to go even deeper into these regions and also this grape and others. Cheers, Nicole. Cheers. It's a great sound. Um, it is a great self. Oh. Uh-huh.